Howdy doody. <laughs> and howdy doody back to you, camper. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I've decided after today's show that I'm a, I love you, but yeah. you're fired. Why? As my wingman, you Why? are fired. Honestly, you're not doing me any favours. Well, I've got a scathingly brilliant idea to arrest that. Oh, God. Risey, <laughs> do something. What is this? I'm, I'm actually intrigued, Stephen. I want to know. What is this? <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> um... Well, I've got a couple of ideas. One's going to have to, I'm still working on. Um, that, that will be revealed on the radio very soon. Okay. But, but in the meantime, mm. to get you hooked up and happening, um, I do have a single friend. and That's not the one that you didn't that you showed me the photo and she's wearing a hat and sunglasses. Yes. I'd like to actually see a bit more <laughs> than hat and sunglasses. It looks Why? like the Unabomber. Exactly who she looks like, tell, Rising. Yeah, you can't tell what she actually looks like. I need mean, a, a, a face, something. Why? Well, what if she's got a gammy eye? She does. <laughs> oh, Stephen. No, I mean, I don't know which one to look in. <laughs> She doesn't. Okay. I don't know why you're so judgmental. You wear a hat. <laughs> you wear a hat. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, okay, take the sunnies off so I can see her face. The eyes are the window to the soul, Jenny. All right. Oh, you've, you've recovered well there, Steve. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. I know. Thank Wasn't you. Wasn't going well for you. Well, I'm glad because <laughs> I was about to say, you know, Bomber, so Rosie said it. So, <laughs> you said Gammy. Uh, not a good choice of words. Anyway, it's not about. Wonky eye. It's not yeah, about the better. exterior. It's about what's inside that counts. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, then. Yeah. Be, be more sensitive new age man, please. What, Snack. woke and broke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's what I'm working on. Yeah. Hooking you two what up. What part of your fire didn't you hear? <laughs> All right. Let's get into today's show. It's Wednesday to the 15th of February. This is the podcast. Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the world, this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free, Triple M's, Tanya and Steve. Well, good morning. Hello. How are we all? All right, how are you going? Yeah, right, are we all loved up? Oh, aren't we ever? <laughs> <laughs> well, were you loved up? Well, we had a Valentine's night. night. Yes, we had sushi, little glass of vino. It's very nice. Just the one. Just the one. Oh. That's midweek. Well done. Be drinking on school nights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Will I ask, Rice? How was your Valentine's night, Steve? It was beautiful. Was it? Went to the doctors, found out I've got a chest infection <laughs> uh, and an ear infection. I yeah. went, oh, that's great, Doc. Oh, these are the antibiotics, Steve. Please don't drink with these. And then I, uh, so I went past the bottle on the way home. Right. Uh, then, uh, yeah, then I ordered uh, Uber Eats some Greek food and uh, just sat there getting um, memes from everybody laughing at me for not having a Valentine. Oh, that's not Can nice. I read one to you? Yeah, yeah, of course. May I? From yeah. a lovely listener named Rochelle. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Rochelle. Roses of flowers, pebbles of stones. Here's a big shout-out to those on their own. Think yourself lucky and try not to sob. Look at the bright side. You're not with a knob. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Rochelle. There you go. And all the other lovely memes I got. Isn't it funny? Because people were sending me memes for you as well. See? It's a thing. Yeah, this is from Georgia. She said, send this to Steve. It'll make him feel better. Okay. I don't think so, Georgia, but I'll read it anyway. If you're sad about being alone on Valentine's Day, just remember, no one loves you on the other days of the year either. Yes. There you go. Thank oh, you, that Georgia. has cheered me up, Tanya Wilkes. <laughs> that is, you're right. Why would I just be sad yesterday when I could be sad every day? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, the truth is I don't give a toss. No. But that's not funny. No. <laughs> As I said to quite a few people I had to write back to who I think were getting alarmed, I'm like, no, seriously, I'm good. It's I'm okay. good. I'm all good. It's yeah. okay. I actually haven't told you guys about my Valentine's Day. So yesterday on the way home from work... I called into the flower shop. And? I called Lucy, my wife, and I said, how attached would you be to getting oh. flowers on Valentine's Day? Like, do you believe in it or oh, do you not believe in you're it? You're asking how attached to the idea of the flowers. Yeah, because I said, they're $100. Do I you want something you worth $100? I would have sold mine. Michael gave you the... <laughs> For 80 bucks. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't did. have sitting on the radio tape. <laughs> 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 I know. But I offered, didn't you did, I? You did she, offer. She did. I should I have did. took you off I'll, offer. I'll sell you the ones my husband got me. I thought, <laughs> 80 bucks. There's cash. a lot of love going in there, but I know you'd give him the money and go, there you go. We've both scored. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so, so what, what happened? happened? So she goes, um, no, nah, I don't I don't really care about it. And I was like, do you not care about it? Or are you just saying you don't care about it? I'm like, 
How about I bring you home a coffee, like a takeaway <laughs> coffee? And she said, I'll be happy with that. You so are... I walked into a coffee, a flower shop and walked out empty-handed. How embarrassing. Oh, no. You. I, I hope you didn't have there. any Triple M merchandise on your body. Yep, my hat, Triple M hat, Triple M shirt, <laughs> but just normal, normal get-up. But I, I didn't realise how expensive they were. Oh, my many, gosh. It's bizarre. So many, and I say it all the time. Waste of money. As a, as a man to you, I say it to you all the time how much I envy Rosie's life. <laughs> You know, if, if it's not a sick child, yeah. uh, if he's not babysitting, uh, he hasn't seen the surf for two months. And even when it comes to the day of the year where yeah. you can share your love with your wife, he walks out of a flower shop because he thinks they're a bit exy. I can't believe you actually so phoned her. Of course she's going to say no. Mm. But underneath, probably seething, going, yeah. what have I married? That's my favourite part. <laughs> he's, he's, they've been married so long, he's forgetting women talk. Oh, no, don't give me flowers, Risey. Hangs up, cheap bastard. <laughs> I've often predicted she's going to leave you for a specialist. Nah, now the... I'm hoping that it's sooner rather than later, just for her sake. Oh, thank you, Tanya. I really appreciate the support. <laughs> to be really honest with you, mate, I think Tanya's eyeballing with specialists. i got a feeling she's going to leave you for a work, mate. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. You walked out of the florist because they're too expensive. Yep. Yeah, I'll just get yeah. All good. i still got a number. <laughs> oh, well, at least she ends up with a nice guy, I suppose. Come yes. from away. Broadway's feel good music sensation, Civic Theatre from February 16. Tanya and Steve's. Oh, look, just mm-hmm. just a little bit more on the love theme. Um, oh, it yep. happened on the weekend, and I saw it yesterday. I forgot to tell you about it. Yeah. It's, it was a couple that um, were at Coogee Beach, mm-hmm. and he had set up a uh, proposal, public proposal. I'm not a big fan of the public proposal, but anyway. No, um, but it's 2023, so they... I know, it's all for the gram. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm with you. So he'd set up a big red carpet and bright letters spelling marry me in the sand, surrounded by hundreds, and I mean hundreds of candles. Right. Um, and then his partner Sal came down, this guy Zay it was. That's a gutsy Beautiful. effort on the beach. I know. Candles yeah. with wind. Totally. Oh, they were the pretend ones, ah, the ones that will gotcha. stay alight. Got you. Um, so imagine the batteries cost. Sure. I mean, it's hundreds of dollars in batteries right there. Tanya, I just realised how old we sound. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, it's all for the Graham and imagine the price of the batteries. <laughs> so down on one knee, Zay goes, no problem. Sal said yes, but then, uh-oh, he dropped the bloody ring. Oh, oh so no. So the photo, which should just be the two of them surrounded by these gorgeous candles. Are they digging like has, dogs? Has about, yeah, ten strangers in there helping them dig up the sand <laughs> to try and find this very expensive engagement ring. more you dig, the more it's gone. That's it. Absolute. That's it. You've got to get uh, Risey's mate, the scab, down. <laughs> oh, with the metal detector? Yeah. Yes. Right. And if you don't detector. know, Risey thinks everyone with a metal detector is a scumbag. So you get the scumbag down with the metal detector. <laughs> Honestly, once you start true. digging, it's gone. You're right there. Uh, too late now. But. And, well, Zay came away <laughs> and his advice to anyone planning a public proposal on a beach is tie a bit of string to the ring and then if it falls, then you won't have to dig like dogs. Wouldn't that look pretty? <laughs> yes. that look pretty? Bit of string as you're putting it on your, your fiancé's finger. And isn't that, you know, as soon as you dropped it, he just went, where's a scumbag when you need one? <laughs> exactly. Hey? So one day the scumbag's not walking on the beach. Oh, dear. Uh, have you, actually, sorry, just yeah. on that, have you ever seen a public proposal anywhere? Seen, like, been yeah, there? been there and gone, oh, my God. No. No? Not, not a proposal. Plenty, right. Obviously, driven past plenty of weddings and yeah. yelled out things. Yeah. No, I just mean... <laughs> There's still time! Come across someone. Have you? Yes, actually. And of all places, wait for this, it was overseas, but it was in a food court. <laughs> like, who <laughs> proposes in a food court? Apparently, he dropped the ring and lost it in a chili con carne. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it was a romantic. Had they just come from the jewellers? Uh, oh, I don't know why. It was a supposedly. Food court. Yeah. Food but, court I mean, proposal. we all stood and clapped and yeah, yeah, it was really okay. awkward because I thought, mate, mm. do better. Yes. I'd say no. <laughs> do better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> all right, yes, and get me a burrito. <laughs> uh, okay, this one, uh, it, I looked at it this morning and I actually went into it, and it is true. Yeah, with all the shoot-downs at the moment. Yeah. Uh, all the Chinese balloons yes. and all the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All aliens. All, all the I'm aliens. Sure. I'm happy to go with aliens, yeah. but apparently Chinese <laughs> balloons. And uh, this German female scientist from the 80s has claimed that she predicted it at the time and right. everyone laughed at her. And then you've gone back and you can actually hear, you, like, you can't understand it totally, but she's predicting the whole Chinese balloon thing. And this is 1982. All right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. 
And that, Tanya Wilkes, uses up my quota of dad jokes for the week. <laughs> Can I get technical? She said red balloons. Loft. We're seeing white balloons. They're loft balloons, air yeah. balloons. Yeah, but... And then the English version, I know, is red balloons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Nostradamus was a spot on. It's <laughs> Tanya and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. So many people, Tanya, asking me since my daughter Jasmine from Holland out here asking me when will I be going back to the Netherlands, blah, blah. Mm. And I've been interested in tying, tire kicking around July holidays. And you know what? Within two weeks, price changes are phenomenal. Yeah. You don't know when, should I get it now? I know. Will it get cheaper? Will, will it, it go up? Well, we did hear that um, supposedly prices will drop come mid-year, but we don't know what we're talking about. But founder of Australian Traveller.com does, does, Quentin Long. Good morning. Morning, Tanya. Hey, Quentin, as, as I just said, the, the particularly I'm talking international flights, um, you know, literally in a space of two weeks I noticed thousands off, but then I go, should I get it now or will it go cheaper? What do you think? So, look, there's a lot of conjecture about what's going to happen with aviation and airline ticket prices, but my rule of thumb at the moment is just as soon as you think you want to go, just book it. It's ah. just too risky. I, I can't see prices really coming down, particularly in the peak periods. Mm. So if you're travelling into school holidays, just book it as right. soon as you can. Mm-hmm. There is no respite from this. There's no reason for the airlines to drop their prices really, particularly to Europe, um, because, you know, Australians are paying crazy prices. They'll keep charging crazy prices. Yeah. Yeah. The big thing we're missing is the Chinese carriers that used to put a bit of pressure on that trip to Europe because, you know, you could fly via China. And we haven't got – there's five carriers before the pandemic, you know, five Chinese carriers. They don't, we just don't have them at the moment. So How come, Quentin? Yeah, hard to say. Well, because the, the – China was in lockdown. It's just opened up. And even then it was a bit, you know, uh, well, it's not an easy opening, as, as you'd say. Yeah. But um, – and also diplomatically there's a bit of, uh, bit oh, of ice okay. between the two countries. That doesn't help with mm. these sorts of things as well. What about domestically? I mean, because I can't get my head around the fact that you could possibly go to New Zealand cheaper than you can go to another state. Mm -hmm. Yes. So domestically, we're we're starting to see things loosen up a little bit. I don't know whether you saw the Verger put out a a sort of sale. They had some international, particularly, I think it was Fiji and Bali. They had some international fares there that were looking a bit more reasonable. But we'll never get back to 2019 rates, at least for two years. Right. That's the first thing I see. Don't have any expectations that you can pay what you paid in 2019, in 2023 or 2024, maybe the back end of 2024. But you guys in Newcastle are very, very lucky because you've got Bonza. Yeah. I was just going to ask you about Bonza. Do you yeah, reckon that'll so, put a dint? Yes, absolutely. Because, I mean, look, it'll only be, I think it's two flights a week, Newcastle, Sunny Coast or something like that. But that just, anything that does that, that helps, right? And so they're really targeting that low cost. So I think that's a fantastic opportunity for the Newcastle Central Coast area and sort of mid-coast in New South Wales because it's, stopped, it, it, it's a real interesting strategy. It just stops people having to come all the way to Sydney and accesses that huge population base around the Newcastle-Hunter region, I suppose. And so that's a really good thing. I think you'll see a bit more price elasticity, but... You know, school holidays is never going to be never going to be fun. Yeah. So, bottom line is, though, uh, like you just said, uh, if you see it, you like it, book it. Absolutely. <laughs> do right. not wait. You can't get better advice than that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Pass go. Collect two hundred dollars. Do <laughs> not even think about. It. Just go. Yes. Every time I search now, I just search with my credit card in my other hand. Otherwise, <laughs> ready to roll. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh you uh, could teach me. I procrastinate, and then it's like, oh, oh now it's gone up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're yeah. the you're the guy that sits there and goes, damn. Yeah. Every, every <laughs> oh, yep. damn. That's me. Quentin, thanks so much for your time as always. Take care of you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great morning. I'm tell you a story that happened to me last night, T. Yeah. That involves excitement, procrastination, then excitement, then regret, then confusion. Were you watching maths? <laughs> No, I, I didn't get that low. <laughs> okay, we've been talking with everyone. I was laughing because I hadn't been to Lemon Tree Passage. Yes. I showed you two days ago a little place. I thought, bugger it. I'll tell you what, I'm free. I'm going to go out for the weekend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All good. And then... Now, Is this here's an my, Airbnb? Yes. Yeah. Here's my first question for you. I haven't done an Airbnb for five years. Mm. Right. So that was my first... I went, bugger it, I'm doing this. I'm going to go up there. Yeah. Now, 
You've done Airbnb recently, right? Very. Oh, my God, the hassle. Why? Uh, photos, government approvals, selfies. You, did you go through all that? No. no. Oh, okay, good luck. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, when you book, uh, they, they want uh, approval for this and you take a photo and send it through an ID to make sure that you're... Are pull, you pull on Airbnb, Airbnb or are they taking oh, you I'm to jail? You. I'm showing you. Okay. It's Airbnb, right? Yeah. I had to do all this stuff. Now, this was, I just said book. Yeah, Same. That's what I used to do. And then, okay, so this is 10.30 last night. I may have had a couple of refreshments. Right. Okay. Went through it all. Self photos, all the gear, uh, sent booking. Congratulations, Steve. Your booking's gone through. You'll be notified. It's not cheap. I got excited. Went, oh, I've done it. Yeah. Good on me. Yep. Got to do something. Round about midnight, I went, God, it's a lot of money. I've got some bills, rates are coming through. So then the anguish came. Oh, oh, no. oh I should have waited until the refreshments wore off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. right? So I didn't have a good sleep. <laughs> it wasn't cheap. Woke up this morning. Now, okay, for this is the booking. Uh, now, I woke up this morning to this email. I'll get you to read it out. Maybe not his name. I'm not going to give it too much away, but read out. Okay. This is like it took me, I, I reckon, 45 minutes to book this place, right? And it says... It says, very sorry, but unfortunately, we are unable to have the house ready for you. Our housekeeper is away and doesn't return until the weekend. P.S. I've checked your socials and I don't want a drunk like you staying in my beautiful place. How rude. <laughs> I might have added the last, made up last bit. <laughs> I was actually going to say, how did he know you so well? Nah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ten, you nailed it. Because as soon as I read that, I went, oh, so that's what the profile thing's about. <laughs> yes. If I'd not said who I was, I'd be there on the weekend. 100%. Oh, that's, oh, that's annoying for you. Yeah. No, it's okay. I saved the fortune, right? <laughs> Told you it'd be a happy story in the end. But there's the, like, that's the first email I read. Right. I've never had that before. Yeah, no. Okay. They've checked yeah. the socials. I know. <laughs> It's what I said at the end. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry to be the bearer of harsh truth. No, I understand, mate, because you're the best wingman I've ever had. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Steve, yes, mate, are you really a drunk? <laughs> um, not, no. But Tanya says it four or five times a day. You just said you booked it under the influence. After you said it. <laughs> I think you'll find I said refreshments, Tanya, <laughs> uh, which is what I tell them at AA. Eighteen, and I know I gave you a million thumbs up and a love heart for something you popped on the socials yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and that's that quote, when you stop fearing the opinions of others, your life begins. Well, that's one of my favourite quotes. It's a great quote. Yeah, and the reason I put that up is because there was a security guard standing on the sideline of an American game, mm. um, and he was dancing. He <laughs> didn't give a bugger what anybody else thought of him, but yep. he was busting moves. And I just thought, you're gorgeous. But that's it, you isn't know? it? He doesn't care. Yeah. And it seems, and I know we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, where a nurse had done research um, on deathbed last things they've said mm. over a period of 20 years and put a book out about it, and most of them said, I wish I cared less what others thought. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. So you see a lot more of them around, but there's other quotes, you know, we're popping and, and, and interested in it. But I like that. Going off yours, the greatest prison that people live in is the fear of what other people think. Mm. The other one that goes around now is um, you, you'll stop caring what others think about you when you realise how seldom they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's endless, but it's really coring in on that subject, yeah. isn't it? Well, particularly for kids, and that was one of my biggest ones yes. with Lork when he was going through those awkward teenager and preteen years. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying about, and it's hard for a kid to take on board because of peer pressure, but please stop worrying about what other people think of you mm. because they're not. They're actually thinking about themselves more than they're thinking about you. Of course. And it'll limit you. If you're worrying all the time about what others think, perceive, say, it will limit what you have to do in your life every single day. And the thing I hear the most, and, and you know, I've said this to you, T, like you'll, I'll hear someone go, I don't care what anyone thinks. And there's, okay, you, if, unless that's real, yeah. it's just a sentence. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard to make that real, isn't yeah. it? Because you hear people throw it away. It is really hard to not care about what other people think of you. You know what I mean? That's, like that's you're what I mean. seldom but like you. Actually... Especially because once once upon a time they maybe think about it, but, but now they put it on social media, yeah. so they're actually telling you what they think about you, <laughs> you, you and you, you have even... to take it with you. <laughs> so it's true. no surprise what they're thinking because they're telling you. Yeah, that's what I mean. So unless you are, until you're really there, you're not there. Yeah, no. exactly. Um, which mm. is what that. I liked about yours. That guy doing a dance in front of everyone is there. Yep. Totally. He does so not care there. what other people think. But loads of other quotes too. I thought there's so much floating around. We can just open it up. What's your favourite quote? Maybe your dad, your mum, someone gave it to you. You mm. read it online. A right. quote that you re-quote to others. Yep.
Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. One triple three five three is our phone number. Love this. It's Favorite n- quotes. Yeah, it's nice when those quotes, if you did get them from a parent yes. or an elder, yeah, yeah. Um, they become part of your mantra, but also something that you sow into your kids' lives. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I constantly say to BJ, and this is like a little throwaway line, never confuse confidence with arrogance. Yep. Because confidence is a good thing and people try and hammer confidence sure. down. Mm. They do because they mistake it for arrogance. Yeah. And arrogance is when you have no talent or no ability and make out like you're good. Yeah. Mm. Confidence is when you've got it yeah. and you carry through with it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's schoolwork. What at life? Yep. Mark's at Rutherford. G'day, Mark. What's your favourite quote of all time? Morning, guys. How are you? Very well. That's the way. Uh, my favourite quote is, it's none of my business what everyone thinks of me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's like a good that. one too, isn't it? Yep. They're all very common, this very. lovers think. Ooh. Hello, Michelle, what's yours? Hey, guys. Um, this one was taught to me by my dad, and I, I literally used it yesterday. Be careful of the toes you tread on today. They might belong to the arse you need to kiss tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So that's like, don't burn so your bridges. Good. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I quote it so often. Hang on. Why were you quoting it yesterday, yeah. Michelle? Uh, we were just talking about um, things that, you know, people tell you and and in life and just just being careful of, yeah. of what you do and, and what you say. You just never know. Swings and roundabouts. That's yeah, it. Swings so and true. roundabouts. Michelle. I like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Naomi's from Cold Point. G'day, Naomi. Hi, Tanya. How you doing? Very well. What's yours, mate? Yeah, my dad always used to tell me, you can't help what you look like, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi! What a beautiful quote from your father. He was a simple man, just kept it simple. <laughs> oh, oh you can't help what you look like. <laughs> One of the greatest quotes of all time. You know, though, Naomi, your dad came from a time when we didn't have Botox. That's, well, that's it. <laughs> I love that. No filter, Dad. No. Well done. Thank you, Naomi. And it reminds me of another great quote. Turn your wounds into wisdom. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. I do like that. Yeah, I like that. Maybe Naomi should take that one with her. <laughs> <laughs> I like Churchill's when you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah. How yeah. simple is that? Very. <laughs> but, yeah, oh. so I like that dad wins the quote of the day. <laughs> Can't know what you look like, Naomi. Oh. Yeah. How do you recover from that? I don't Naomi? know. And it, the beautiful thing about that quote is you can insert anybody's name. Yes. doesn't have to be Naomi. And, that is and true. <laughs> preference would be not your child. <laughs> it's Tanya and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud enough, because Tanya A little bit of love, please, Risey. Yes, please, Mr. Mr. Music. Music, yes. Just want to find out uh, about the wrap-up of Valentine's Day. I know we've touched on it with, with you, Steve. And Risey. Mm. Risey yeah. was a cheapskate and rang his wife to see whether she really wanted flowers. Um, because I didn't realise how expensive they were. And thank God she said, don't worry, don't worry about it. So well, basically, Tanya realises she's working with a couple of winners. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aussie spent $485 million on Valentine's Day. Ah, that probably is just crazy. two rich blokes. Isn't that crazy money? It's phenomenal money. But it's down from last year. Last year, each of us on average spent around $111. Mm-hmm. Um, that includes, you know, Prezi card, yep. flowers, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. It's down, um, though, because the divorce rate's up. <laughs> <laughs> and this year, we're down to, on average, $62 each. Okay. I went over and above. Did you? Yeah, I bought Michael some dehydrated c- citrus wheels. Wow, nice. Um, do you know what they are? No. <laughs> don't sound, they don't sound good. Neither it, it did he. It sounds amazing, doesn't it? <laughs> Is it the thing that you put in your in your gin and tonic? Thank you. It's the little bit of rotten uh, lemon? It's not rotten, it's dried. Call it's it what you like, Dehydrated citrus wheels. Yeah, you'd put, if you, okay, cut up a lemon, throw it, in your foot, throw it in your footpath, come back to it two days later, could have saved your fortune. Well, I bought him some gin glasses, right? Oh, that's good. Present. I know. And then this jar of, like I say, the dehydrated citrus wheels, which yep. is a lot nicer than just dried lemon. Um, yeah, yeah. And But he picked it up and went, why? Yeah. And I went, <laughs> because it's pretty. And he went, nah, seriously, why? Mm. Like, it is a bit of a waste of money, isn't well, it? Well, you know, and Don't you reckon? It, it does get back to the, the girl present versus the guy present. <laughs> uh, what guys tend to try and do, if you remove Ryze and myself, yeah. is buy something that the, per- that the girl might like. What girls buy guys is what they like. Exactly. I'm sure you like that in your little gin, do you, Daniel? I do. There, there you go. go. Solved. Oh, oh, gee, thank you, darling. What's this? Oh, hand cream. Oh, uh, and the list is endless. I've got a quick question. How much are these um, dried citrus things? 
21 dollars <laughs> 21 dollars oh my god you know, for a, a jar of bloody dried lemons <laughs> telling you now could have bought a kilo and done it myself for five bucks I could, I could I could pick that one off the road I found the other day and given it to him <laughs> I'm telling you now in those sorts of places yeah. I won't say but places yeah. there are cameras and people out the back holding their belly off them <laughs> check it out you know that lemon things 20 bucks some blonde chick just bought them <laughs> They're laughing. I know. I've always wondered, is that what they're called? De- Dehydrated citrus wheels. There we go. <laughs> citrus wheels. That, that sounds pretty good. I'm the only guy at the end who eats it. <laughs> I'm trying to get my money's worth, mate. <laughs> they take care of it all. Get real. Get an all steel shed. Basketball fans got the last dance. Tennis had its moment with break point. The test gave us unrivaled access to our cricketers. There's a million shows you can stream about soccer teams around the world. And in the next 24 hours, we'll see the latest sport to get the Netflix treatment. Every year, all these guys fight for their career. If you're going to be a professional golfer, you have to accept the fact that it's just going to be a wild ride. I'm going to punch you in your ribs. You told me on Tuesday you're going to make a million dollars. Whoa, <laughs> golf never sounded so exciting. <laughs> Full swing is from the same crew that gave us Drive to Survive. So oh, Netflix gonna good. is going to do for a bunch of rich golfers what it did for a bunch of rich F1 drivers, make us feel sorry for how hard they work. <laughs> I think it's going to be less the gritty grind and graft your way to the top type story and more lifestyles of the rich and famous. Brooks Kepka made $53 million last year. Wow. Dustin Johnson, 36 mil. Episode one has Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas on a Learjet flying to a tournament. I'm not buying the wild ride tough gig part just yet. <laughs> no. And it doesn't look like any of the interesting Aussies are in there. I haven't seen any mention of Cameron Smith and his mullet. His mansion's just as big as the rest of him. Couldn't they squeeze him in? I do find it interesting though, this whole sports documentary explosion in the last 12 to 18 months. Every mm. sport seems to have one. Even Wayne Bennett agreed to feature in one for the Dolphins, which comes out in a few weeks on Stan. When Wayne Bennett's sitting down for mm. one of these long-form feature documentaries, mm. you know, it's big, and there's not too many sports that don't take us behind the scenes these days, are mm. they? It's one of my favourite things, and Sturlow started it, and occasionally Fox Sports do it. I love it when a player's mic'd up. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's my favourite thing, and then they form that into a little mini doco. But you mm. know, like, well, it's funny because player—if you listen to a player interview—they often say less and less these days. Yeah. But there are more and more cameras and more and more of these mm. impositions on them, just around. You know, yeah, yeah. So uh, when's full swing? Well, it comes out well, today. Today, it's a global release. They're saying February fifteen, so that might be in US yeah, time. So of it wasn't up this morning when I got up, but across today. <laughs> was that three o'clock, Jr? Yeah, I was just checking. Okay? Yeah, have a look. <laughs> I saw a trailer for um, a Nike that's got Matt Damon in it, oh, yeah. and it's pretty much about Michael Jordan and the whole Nike and how it all started. Ooh, yeah, it looks good. And it was good. a trailer dropped yesterday. Not far. You've seen it, right? Yeah, I saw it yesterday as well. Looks interesting. Excellent. Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah. Another season of Drive to Survive out next week. That's its fifth season. So, yeah, they just keep pumping them out. Mm. Mm. Nice. So many of them. Thanks. Thank you, JR. There's JR's spin on sport. We hear it thanks to All Steel Sheds. They take care of it all. Get real. Get an All Steel Shed today. Yeah, get started this summer. Start living with a massive $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home on now for a limited time. All the luxury inclusions, all the great houses. You've just got to check it out for yourself. As we say, you can go over on the weekend. Nice weekend coming up for doing some tire kicking. Oh, yeah. oh just check it out the website. Yes, mcdonaldjoneshomes.com.au. Right, a time for this guy. I'm not sure about this segment. I'm starving. I know. It's the segment we hate to love. It's true. We hate to love it. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> owner of a Lovedale Smokehouse, Betty Sales, is with us every week with his foodie finds. What are we talking about today, Ben? Oh, T, it's great to be here. Hey, Steve, how you doing, mate? Uh, ben, can I just tell you, because I haven't been there and I've always wanted to, I just literally said to Tanya, Where's, where is that Lovedale Smokehouse again, T? She went, Lovedale. Well, <laughs> there's not too many streets in Lovedale. You'll I, find it. I agree. No, I was hoping you'd give it. me a closer landmark. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, what do you got, mate? Mate, I want to put a shout out today to the hospitality operators. You know, the, the ability we have for innovation, you know, and what I'm going to talk about today is speakeasies and small bars. Mm. Yeah. Now, look, the speakeasy came out of the 20s and 30s in uh, Prohibition USA. Uh, and what it was was, you know, obviously we still wanted to have a drink. 
So we had to do it on the down low, and that's where that sort of speakeasy, keep it on the down low came from. And, you know, what we've done here in the Hunter is we've created that still that atmosphere, you know, shrouded in secrecy. So what you've got to do sometimes is you, you might need to actually put a code in or know the secret password and you mm. get let down into this space and then it opens up, you know. And, mm. and then what you find inside, it might be jazz music, swing music, you know, the food that matches the style of the drinks. Love that. You've got to give hats off to Colin Cedar as a, a local one yeah. that kind of kicked yeah. that idea yeah. off, Fantastic. didn't Fantastic. And awesome. now they're popping, awesome. but they, that kicked it off here because we yeah, hadn't had anything exactly like right. that before. And we couldn't find it we for a long time. We couldn't find it for years. <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing in the hospitality industry, you know what I mean? Well, we want we want you to find us, but this is where, yeah. you know, it's a little bit different. And, I mean, the drinks on offer are really cool too. I mean, you, you see Australian and local gin just going off at the moment. Yeah. Japanese whiskey, flavoured rice wine, Caribbean dark style rum uh, and for you to well-crafted cocktails we love that mm. yeah. uh, um, these guys are mixologists are making their own aromatic bitters and fruit syrups they're they're drawing the botanicals for the garnishes and you can grab a seat and actually watch them do it it is amazing, I think, for that. And as you just said, mixologists, the efforts they go to to make mm. a good one. I do like to point out, though, after the third one, we don't care anymore, guys. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know what's in this thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and small bars is another one, too. You know, I mean, this is another theme, and it, it, it's great. I mean, they are themed, you know. Like, there's a Japanese karaoke style. You know, they've got frequently changing beer taps in there. Um, you know, the... The dim sum, the food that sort of complements it, tapper's style, and I found a great one, you know. I mean, I was always a fan of the arancini until I found Spanish croquettes. Ah. This is cylinders of creamy mashed potato. Ooh, Started with serrano hand, golden crumbs, and I mean, wouldn't that just go great with a local red? Yes, yeah, it would. It would. It'd go, go great now, <laughs> 10 to 8 in the morning. But anyway. <laughs> so there, there's more popping up too. Uh, now, I, look, I'm questioning our notice here, Ben, because you might know the answer, but are they able to get these licenses quicker? You know how it used to be yeah. such a big deal to get a yes. license for a pub, but because they're a smaller one, does that mean the license can come quicker? That's exactly right, mate. I mean, what ended up happening there is what we, about 15 years ago, we started to introduce drink and dine. Um, and then we also had that ability to be able to act as a small bar. And so, you know, that process is actually a lot quicker and that's why they're able to jump up so quick. Mm, all right. Well, go out and support your local small bar. Yes. Or um... Thanks, guys, so, so much. And I thought it was appropriate today that I would say grab something trendy to sip and a bite to eat and go and explore one of these great venues right here in the Hunter Valley. Thanks, Benny. Hey, Ben. Well, we've already established you're a sad and lonely singleton. Could, so... we, could we just go single? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd uh, equip you. Not sad, not lonely. All right. I still thought we'd equip you. Okay. For this, uh, I'm, no, I'm ready for anything. This is the new dating lingo that oh. you're going to need. Tinder has just released it, and um, and I know how big you are on Tinder. <laughs> so, just to be clear, I'm not on any dating site. <laughs> not yet. Oh. Not, my ever. <laughs> so not ever. Not ever. This is some of the lingo that could help him move forward to find a date. Is 100%. that what you mean? Hundred percent. Okay. Is okay. it tip to you too? Ask if I want one. <laughs> no, but I'm going to throw the oh. lingo at you. Don't you love it when your friends help you? So see whether you. Okay. can ballpark yep. what it is. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to go on an affidate. Oh, God. And what? An affor date. Isn't that something, A -F 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 -O -R, isn't that date. something you give to the police? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's an affidate. <laughs> my mistake. Affidavit, yes. Yeah, my mistake. Affidate. Affor date. No. Spell? No, it's the, uh, I did, A-F-F-O-R. Okay. Um, this a, is a when. A date you can afford? Yes. Oh. Simply that. Oh. So you just date within your means instead of pretending you're some rich witch um, and you can afford to go, you know, to the fancy, fancy places. Yeah, you yeah. just go on a nice maybe walk oh, see, or an alcohol-free picnic. No, see, I'm with you for different reasons, but totally. In the first date should never be expensive. What if you don't like them? Mm, well, there you go. Affle dating is the way. Okay. All right. What if I'm benching someone? Oh, easy. <laughs> what time is it? Kids listening? Yeah, it's all right. What about the benching? It's like, I don't hate them, but just put them over there for now. Yeah, it's kind of like having someone on the reserves bench. Yeah, so there you, go. you like them, mm. but there's a couple of others that you do like, and they're kind of the better players. If the others pull they're out. They're like you, the Kalen Pongers. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to put, I'm not even going to take No, no, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> you're going to bench someone over here for laters. Okay, or it's, so you'd say, you know, you've invited the three out, no, I can't make it, and you go to them, get your tracksuit off. Yeah. We're but, going out. Did you say off? 
tracksuit. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're on, on the bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get your... All right. What if, um, what if I've yeah, just been out with someone, but I'm going to beige flag him? <laughs> A boring person. That's it. Gee, Steve, um, you're nailing these. <laughs> what about? Oh my God! I just was on the worst date of you. Oh gosh. Worst date of you. The worst date of you. No. One word. Date of you. Date of you. It's when you go on a date and all they do is ask you 30,000 questions. Ah. Oh. What do you do? Where oh. did you grow mm-hmm. up? Boring. Yeah. yeah, boring. Right. Um, I'm going to eco-dump him. Not my type. <laughs> eco-dump him? Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you dump him and then give him an organic sausage? No. <laughs> it's when you are committed to the environment and the person that you're dating is not. Oh. So you eco-dump them. Oh, well, wouldn't I have a bunch of those? <laughs> Kitten fishing. This is interesting. Kitten fishing. Too young. No. Oh, good no, guess. I like you where you're Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, what are you doing? You know, when, when the uh, profile says like girls between 18 and 24. No. Okay. Kitten fishing is. Um, oh, look, I think most girls are. Kitten fishes? Yeah, we are. Okay. We are just walking kitten fishes. So basically, you know, catfishing is this fake profile online. Kitten fishing is when I turn up and you go, whoa, that's not real. So I've got the boobs, I've got the lips. Oh, gotcha. So it's it's sort of presenting a... um, Yes. Yeah. Got you. A different version of what you naturally are. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's yeah. all right, isn't it? See, makeup and hair, that's all kitten fishing. Well, well yeah, yeah, you want to look I, good I for think, your date. I yeah. think the modern terms are probably suggesting there's a lot more work to mm. yeah, than, okay. than standard makeup. Right. I'm guessing. Yeah, and particularly if there's a photo online and you turn up and it's like, whoa, mm. that ain't what I saw. But anyway. Always well, like you go, hang on, your face is 30, but your neck is 60. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. That's awful. Yeah, can you get Botox for your neck? No, it's called scarves, all right? Okay. Now, the last one. Oh, turtlenecks. <laughs> um, uh, why are you wearing a skivvy in summer? Uh, the last Greece. one is um, the friend reduction. This is a big deal. This, oh, this is, is a big is, deal in it, any new couple's life. To me, this is when I fear the most. You set me up with someone. No. No? The friend introduction is when you've been dating for a while and it's finally time to meet the friends. Yeah. So it's that big occasion where, because if the friends don't like you, mm-hmm. you know, you're toast. Mm. You're toast. <laughs> Normally. Yeah, well, 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 if you're 16, yeah, probably. I like you. <laughs> Hopefully we all mature and don't really care too much. Yeah, you're dropped. But no, I think, yeah, see, I'd like to turn it the other way, though. It's like, you know, more fear of me like not liking your friends. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, it's both ways. Yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. That's interesting, so though. There you go. You're armed. Got most of them. You're armed yeah. and dangerous. Thanks. I'll ask you, who's next on deck, Steve? Next on deck. Yeah, that's when you have a lineup. Of, um... oh, see, see, this is where it's become. This the bench is players ready to get yeah, on. There you go. It. And you know, I'd be okay <laughs> with all of that. I'd be okay with all of that if, you were, if we were 17. <laughs> yeah. It's when you're older yeah. and people are using these phrases. I know. They do. Like, oh, what happened to that lovely girl you with? Yeah, nah, Benster. <laughs> I mean, really? This. On the line. Well, we can't escape it because it's in the news today. Hamish has been telling us all morning that um, house prices in the region have dropped about nine, nearly 10% in the last 12 months. I love one of the headlines thrown around too, though, and you'll probably see it because everyone needed a scapegoat so we could all yell at them. But, uh, yeah, potential uh, you yeah, know, Reserve Bank dude, Philip Lowe, yeah, I reckon we'll fire him. And then everyone can yell at him. Yeah. But that's the news going around. Mm, it's right. all about housing. <laughs> um, there's a story around as well, like people are now getting nervous because as we've been talking about for a while now, their fixed rate interest periods are coming to an end. And so by the middle to late part of the year, people will be having to soak up those huge interest rate rises that they've been protected upon because of their they're locked in over the last three years. And the beautiful, innocent question that Rising asked us, because he's exactly what you're talking about yesterday. I remember off air, oh, he went, oh, interest rates can't go up anymore, can they, guys? Oh, no. And we looked and we hugged. Can't and we go gave like, him a big hug and we said, get over here. Come on, surely not. People are going to be losing we, their homes. We gave him a head ruffle. It was like, <laughs> yeah, they can. Well, that's the problem. I, I, like, just... Okay, there's one street back from me where I live. Mm. Three houses have gone on the market in the last couple of weeks. Wow. Three. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. it's a tiny street. There's mm. probably only ten houses at most, maybe yep. even eight in the entire street. Three are on the market. Okay, here's the confusion wow. to that, right? Yes, sell your house. Get that. What have we also been talking about? Where are you going to go? Yeah, where do you there's go? there's no renters. I know. So this is where I'm confused on the sell your house. I get the... you still got to pay as much unless you're moving in with a friend. Mom and Dad. Really? <laughs> Go back to mum and dad. Mum and dad or friends? Yeah. Because 
selling out is not going to solve the problem. Yeah. Or changing completely different suburbs, well, like a lot cheaper suburbs. I think moving to parks <laughs> is cheaper. And Forbes <laughs> is probably an idea. Yep. But that's the that's exactly what you... I think you're right there. I think people will have to leave um, more expensive suburbs if that's yes. what they've been paying a fortune change, change for. But imagine yeah. if the kids are in schools I there know. and then they have to change schools or keep them at that school yeah. and move suburbs to a cheaper... It's mm. going to be crazy. Yeah. Or, <laughs> bear with me, we change our lifestyle a bit. What? Nah. You mean I can't, can't buy coffees every day? There we go. You mean I can't hey, go on holidays, Steve? Now, now remember, don't think I'm the other guy. You sound telling... like a boomer, Steve. No, no, I'm just seeing all those crap that's going on going, you know, stop doing that. We're not going to stop doing that. No We're just going to sell our house and say, come on, kids, we're going to, we're going to Forbes <laughs> because Dad wants pizza. I know. But, but you know, like, we've been just living though. the life for oh, we so have. long. Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, and I am one of them. No way. I'm sorry. I will not be budgeting. <laughs> you got to budget. Do you? You got to. Ah, well, that day will come, I guess. <laughs> when I'm under a bridge somewhere. Oh. Should have listened to the boomers. Should have budgeted. But, but you know, that's the world that we're in now. Yeah. To, to readjust your entire, the way your head lived. Yeah. Yep. has changed. Look, you know, there's there's going to be losers, obviously, mm. but there's going to be some winners too. The people that have been waiting and waiting for this day yeah. for when property prices start to come back. I got the deposit all ready to Absolutely, go. Absolutely, yeah, because they've definitely. been saving a bit more. They haven't been having their coffee and avo on toast. No. <laughs> um, and they're waiting to pounce yep. on the um, the poor unfortunates that can't afford it. I yeah. can't tell you how much I hate those people, Tanya. <laughs> when, uh, you know, uh, my, at the peak of whatever my house was worth uh, a year or two, and when they finally get it for about buck fifty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get on, you old well, There'll be a lot of, geez, I wish I had have sold back then. Oh, aren't there? Definitely. Yes. Or I wish I should, didn't buy him during COVID. Yeah. I saved a bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. now. Ah, well. We're all with it together, people. That's right. Yeah. That's, you you know can't what? predict the future as the, well. Unless no. you completely own your home, yeah. we're all doing this together. Exactly. It's, there's no real good way, right way how to do it, is it? No. Best thing would be if you've got the lowest mortgage in the world. Mm. Mortgage or not. But you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. If yeah. it's just a, not too far off, yeah. pay it off. Wouldn't you hate to be um, in politics heading towards a state election in March at the moment? Really, the mm. expectation is surely someone is going to offer us something on housing. Oh, yeah. Haven't seen it yet. Oh, <laughs> there'll, seen be, it yet. there'll be prezies coming, mate. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. I don't know whether you can magic up some, some cheap housing, but... Hey, you just come in and go, well, we've got a bonus for 16th house buyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, people have been buying yeah. houses all their lives. Yeah. Don't know, but we are. I think you're right. Everyone's in a similar boat. Mm. Yep. It's not just you know a particular person, is it? Mm. We're all doing it. Yeah, Tanya and Steve, this is Triple M. But going off just what we were talking about moments ago, we're all tightening belt buckles and yeah. money and all of that gear, right? I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with people and seen online two other friends, right, who have just gone, ah, oh, bugger it, life's too short, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just bought something or mm. did spend some money that they just went, life's too short, well, let's just do it. Oh, okay. Now, it could be I've recently saw a mate uh, in the same boat as we all are. We yeah. you know, just bought a boat. And I'm like, oh, what? And I texted him. He went, yeah, bugger it. You know, life's too short. Mm-hmm. And I could sit here worrying all day and not spending a dollar and, and panicking. He went, no, yeah. I want to have fun. Yeah. He went and bought a boat and his family go out fishing on the lake and all good. Love that. And that was his life too short. Yeah. You know, I even last night, with, as we just said, buckets of bills coming in. Yes. And I and luckily it got cancelled. But <laughs> I just went to myself, oh, weekend away. I haven't had one for ages. Bugger it. Life's too short. Let's just do it. Mm. I think it's a common thing we're doing now. Yeah. People might claim it's irresponsible, but hey, depends on how you look at life. Well, that's it. If you've um, got an example of a life's too short. Yeah, what have you mm. bought, spent? We'd love to hear from you. One triple three five three. Life's too short. Bugger it, I'm doing it. I'm going somewhere. I'm buying something. Mm. One triple three five three. We'd love to talk to you right now. It's simple as sometimes going to a restaurant and then you go, Oh, I'd love the lo- I'd love the lobster. Yeah. yeah. We can't afford that. No, bugger it. Life's, life's too, too short. short. It's a it's a nice way to finish the sentence that urges you to do that thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, sure. Life's too short. We were having um a catch up with friends on the weekend and they haven't been over overseas, right, for years and years and years and years and years, yep. they are taking their two boys over, I don't know where they're going, I can't remember, yeah. the United States, I think, um, but they're, they're quite tall people, and so they've said, oh, bugger it, life's too short, they've gone premium economy, oh, yeah. and then we spent the next half hour bitching about how much money it is, <laughs> but when you're tall and um, you're on a big flight, life's too short, go the premium economy. <laughs> You know, I'm a big advocate for this, say. I haven't got there yet, though. Premium <laughs> so economy. Get, well, premium, maybe. Yeah. But I, I went, if I go and see the kids, bugger it, Steve. 
Life's too short. Go business. <laughs> and I got online and went, economy it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's at Belmont North. What's your life too short, Jen? Well, I hate washing my hair. So I go to the hairdressers once, two times a week. <gasps> there you go. My hair Life's too short, not too, Jen. That's right. Yeah. Makes you feel good, doesn't it, Jen? <laughs> it does. It does. How much yeah. does it cost you, can I ask? Oh, no. Nah. Go on, Jen. Just whisper it to me. No one will hear t- us. Tell us what you tell everyone else. <laughs> um, $10. She's oh, lying. Liar. liar. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. That's uncanny. That's the same price. You only paid 10 bucks for that mansion you rented a couple of weeks ago, too. Hello, Jackie at Western. Why is life too short? What have you done? Well, I buy the concert ticket. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. How much did you spend on Pink. Um, more than I probably should have. <laughs> go on, tell us. Um, over 400. There you yeah. go. Is that no, for two but tickets? Is that two? No, that's, I have $400 for each. Wow. Oh, wow. my God. Oh, did, you, did you get those seats that are on stage with her? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, I know, but, mate. Um, it's not cheap anymore. The Luke Combs, you know, yeah. the script, all the ones that I've been to in the last six months. Good on you, though. Yeah, life's too short. Yeah. Good on you, Jackie. That's I looked up asking. pink prices. Oh, my God. I know. To sit, it, to sit where we sat for Elton John, it's about... Well, sh- that's where Jackie's Around bought. the 400 mark. It's at 400 and something dollars. Is it really? Yeah. But again, okay, yeah, you're right. It's ludicrous. But it's right But what we're talking about. It's like, I adore pink. Why not? It's, yeah. She might never again. Dan's at Broadmeadow. Life's too short. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've been, since my driving years, I've been always wanted a ute. So last year for my 40th, I went and... Sold my car and bought myself a Falcon Ute. Good. Yeah, there you go. What's you the first it? thing you put in the back of the Ute? Yeah. Oh, my swag, mate. It has to be the swag. Oh, oh yes. That's lovely. Thank you, Dan. There Good you talk go. To you. Yeah. From concert tickets to a restaurant to yeah. a weekend away to a, to a boat. Or a, it, we're doing it, yeah. aren't we? Well, I didn't. I looked at those golden, sickle, golden circle tickets for pink and mm. went... Yeah, life is short, but uh, do I really need to yeah. spend a thousand dollars on we, two tickets? Both of us have got to be very careful what we preach because I was the same as you when I looked at <laughs> looked at premium column and gold. Oh my god, oh, it's not that short. <laughs> Daniel and Steve Triple M, thanks for your calls. You can call us anytime on one triple three five three. Hey, our pocket rocket's going all right. I know Australian Idol Newcastle's very own Piper Butcher. Well, this was her a couple of weeks ago when Harry Connick Jr. came to town and turned up at a family's place. While she was greasy and dirty and oily-haired. And we've had her Friday lights and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Time. yeah, just a reminder in case you hadn't heard us thing. Yeah, so last night um, she found out this. Congratulations. You are the top 24 for 2023. Give yourself a round of applause. Excellent work, excellent work. So this is going to be brutal. It is not a walk in the park. And I wish you the best. And I just hope that y'all focus, focus, focus and give it everything you have. There's so much talent on this stage. It starts now. Wow. And here she is. Congratulations, Piper. Thank you guys so, so much. <laughs> oh, it's very exciting. Oh. Now, are you getting loads? I can imagine, mate, and it always happens, of course. You know, people have seen you at gigs or whatever in the past. Uh, like, now you're on telly. You're getting lots of uh, reach-outs from people? Absolutely, yeah. There's been so much support, and I'm so, so grateful. And there's been some, some cheeky little people that have come out of the woodwork that I didn't expect. I'm like, oh, okay, hello, hello. And meaning Welcome what? back into my life. Hello? <laughs> what exes? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, some creepos too. Oh, okay. Um, like, when you say back into your life, do you mean, like, from school days, those sort of people? Absolutely, yeah. I had some, some pretty big troubles in school and never really um, found, you know, a tribe of people that I connected with. And everyone sort of come back out and said, oh, we, we were best friends. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Always away. It's okay, Piper. We use a word here called delete. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love that. Well, you've certainly found uh, an incredibly talented tribe, the top 24. But then then what happens? You, It's whittled down to the top 12. How does that happen, Piper? So it's a very uh, terrifying process. <laughs> <laughs> playing, playing in front of a uh, one of the biggest, um, uh, biggest ever audiences that Australian Idol has had. 
So uh, playing one more song before the verdict uh, is, is is shown. So we'll, we'll see what happens. It's it's the next episode, and it's just very very exciting and thrilling, and we'll see what happens. Okay. Is there any standouts to you in the other twenty three? Is there one that you're going? Well, that's the one to beat. Oh well, I mean everybody's got their little thing, yeah. and that's what I've loved watching so far. But you know, with my group performance, um, you know, a couple of episodes ago with, with the start of Top Fifty Week, there was some beautiful people, Amali and Sash and JC and Angelina, and I've really got to spend more time with those people than others. And they're man, there's some there's some good stuff in those people. Mm. <laughs> Have you noticed, Piper? Though, I mean, you're all wanting to be the next Australian. Idol. Um, what I'm trying to say is, are there people there that you kind of go, they're just faking it for the screen and they're faking it to be nice? I'm not going to ask you for names, but can you kind of see through a few as well? There's definitely some people that are are in it for different reasons than myself. I can I can definitely say that. And some people are, are in it for the fun and some people are in it for the five seconds of fame. But I think that's the beauty of Idol is that so many people can can use this um, as an exposure tool for the for the way that they want it. And I'm I'm here to show who I am and so people can see me for me and come to my gigs and, and listen to my music and hopefully I can take my career to the to the next level, no matter what. On that, and you're right, you're a hard worker, as we know, and you gig a lot. Are you gigging at the moment? No, I'm not at the moment. I'm, I'm on the down low. That's um, what I I'm wonder. A, yes, it's, it's, um, it's very exciting. So depending on the result, I'm, I, I may be through to the top 12 and I may be playing live shows or I might be, uh, you know, who, who knows, supporting um, supporting my, my colleagues or... Or um, you know, staying in hiding, or getting out there and, and getting back into it—it's a bit of a secret. Amazing. So this is a—is this a personal choice, or is this because you have signed up that you're on the d- down low? Um, because of, because I've signed up, I wanted to make sure that my focus was on Idol more than anything, yeah. no matter the outcome. Yeah. And then, you know, with whatever happens, I'll have some time to make sure that all my things are settled and I have my direction. So planned you, out and, and go head on. Amazing. Have you got a date when you'll be supporting Harry Connick Jr.'s Australian tour? <laughs> <laughs> we're both um, we're, we're both talking about it pretty uh, at right, moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, look, we've, we're so proud of you. We're so pleased for you. Um, and bring on that top 12. We know you got it. Thank you, guys, so, so much. Good on you, mate. There she Good is, Piper Butcher. Incredible. What a voice. Well, but isn't that interesting? Mm. She didn't find her tribe at school. Yes. Oh, you know, but, didn't they, but didn't they find her when yeah, she got a diploma? Exactly. Always the way, isn't it? Yeah. But the thing is, it's changed, and we know that Piper can sing, right? Mm. But you know what's changed in the world now that we didn't get? It's like, oh, I'm going to start a band. What are you going to do? Lead sing? You can't sing. Auto tune, man. Auto tune's changed everything. Right. You don't have to be able to sing now. Yeah. Uh, not, not in that the show. Pope, not Piper, the Piper can't. Piper I just said, <laughs> I just said we know she can, yeah, and no. in that show you can't. No. I'm talking about real world life. Yeah, yeah. The number of times I keep hearing about auto tune now. Yeah. So you don't have to be able to sing. Oh. Just put it through the put it through auto tune, and you'll sound like most of the people that they play on hit all the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Daniel and Steve. This is Triple M. It's just gone ten to nine. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud and clear, cause Tanya and-